convenience stores, your neighborhood store. Why fight the lines at the big box chains when Little General Convenience Stores has what you need? Selling only the best quality brands like Gorelick Farms, Boston Salads, Prepared Foods, KM, and Purdue. Little General also sells lottery, tobacco products, and yes, of course, your stop for your daily newspapers. Weekly specials change every Monday, so check online at littlegeneral.com for this week's specials. Plus, littlegeneral.com is the place to go for the delicious recipes you heard here on a recipe for a good day. So whether you're picking up food or products for your home or if you're looking for food or coffee on the go, shop your neighborhood store. Little General Convenience Stores, open eight days a week. For a good day, your weekly food to get to, uh, get together, sponsored by Low General Convenience Stores. You know it as your convenience store with more. Brought to you eight days a week. And in case you're wondering, that does include today. Uh, we'll have a look at the specials in a moment, as always, and some great meat deals for you to take part in this week. We'll have, of course, a look at the world of Reynolds Wrap with a live edition coming up in a few moments. And, of course, we have a full agenda today. A lot of great recipes. We've got soups. We've got sandwiches, salads, chowder, stir-fry, and, yes, a dessert on the way as well. We are going to take a look at the specials brought to you not only by Lord General Convenience Stores, but also their great suppliers. Hummel Brothers stepping up to the plate this week with not one, two, but three great luncheon meat deals, including wonderful ham off the bone by Hummel Brothers, a low price, $5.99 a pound. Hummel Brothers roast beef, $9.99 a pound. And if you're looking for my favorite oven brown turkey breast with a mild cheddar cheese, that's how I like mine. But that Hummel Brothers oven turkey breast, $12.89 a pound. Good prices there. You're looking for something meatier? Well, they have stewing beef on sale for $5.99 a pound and wonderful chuck roast for just $4.89 a pound. And again, these sale prices are in effect now through close of business on Sunday. Boneless chicken breast on sale for $1.99 a pound. It's been a while since we've had the boneless, skinless chicken breast. I love to work with that. And I told Dean already we're going to be stocking up. You should too. It's been a while since that boneless chicken breast has been on sale so buy some for now and buy some and freeze it and if you use your parchment paper in your ziplocs it should last you a good three months in that freezer so take advantage of this sale their own steak hamburg on sale 589 a pound in case you're wondering we'll cover the difference between chuck hamburg and steak hamburg and their uses on this program and with that steak hamburg we have a nice soup to make with that today if you're looking for potato salad we have that a real good price according to johnny ray boston salads 389 a pound he's never met a salad he doesn't like including potato salad i don't think he's met a food product he doesn't like maylot's best cretin pork spread 7.99 for a 12 ounce package and if you are looking for blood pudding I wonder why. Oh, no, the blood pudding on sale, $7.99 a pound. And if you are looking for things to do with blood pudding, I recommend you go to uh, littlegeneral.com because we have past editions of Recipe for a Good Day. And we did a blood pudding edition back when uh, Gary was part of the program. So if you scroll back, not this Halloween, but I believe the Halloween before, you'll find uh, more things to do with blood pudding than you knew existed. All part of the great sales. And remember, order your holiday pies now. Those holiday dessert pies, so popular, and they sell out fast. 
order your holiday pie now for the upcoming Christmas holiday. And while you're there, don't forget gift cards. It's the perfect stocking stuffer. I think a very popular item, and you'll hear from Johnny Ray in a little bit on Reynolds Wrap, is gift giving of food, gift cards, Little General, a great stocking stuffer, and support the milk fund when you visit Little General and convenience stores because they are now selling what they call the paper milk fund bottles, a donation to the milk fund, proudly put your name, and it will be displayed at Little General stores. Each location collecting for the milk fund, and they appreciate your support not only as a customer, but also for the various charities such as the milk fund that Little General convenience stores does support. And little general convenience stores, look, you'll find one in your neighborhood reminding you to buy local. We'll be right back in a moment. This is Recipe for a Good Day. We have a big agenda today, a lot of recipes to move through. So do stay tuned on today's program. Recipe for a Good Day, brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores, with locations for your shopping needs throughout the Blackstone Valley, 2-in-1 Socket, Manville Road, and Cumberland Hill Road, Great Road, North Smithfield, Chapel Street in Boroughville, and Central Avenue in Pawtucket. Always hot, always fresh coffee stations to get your day started. Grab-and-go meals, perfectly prepared for you, whether it's for an easy lunch to get you through your work day, or to make an easy, satisfying dinner to end your day. And of course, delicious deli items from top-of-the-line lunch meats to top-of-the-line steak and chicken products. Oh, and of course, always fresh ground hamburg. Stay up to date on each week's sale items by going online at littlegeneral.com. Your convenience store with more. Little General, where you always get a smile, a please, and a thank you. Open every day, including today. Proud sponsors of Recipe for a Good Day, Little General Convenience Stores. playing Kansas City because we're heading down to Kansas City featuring the steak Hamburg on sale uh, and that is going to be a Kansas City steak soup. But before we get there, uh, I want to take a moment and talk about the Chuck Hamburg versus Steak Hamburg. Now, they both have the word Hamburg in there, so what is the difference? Well, it's the grade of meat. You use your Chuck Hamburg for things like hamburger patties due to the fact of that fat content. So, Ground Chuck Hamburg is naturally juicy, all full of yumminess. Ground Chuck, the highest quality of ground beef. You find it because it contains that 15 to 20% fat cut from that cow's shoulder. So you can use ground chuck Hamburg for all sorts of recipes. It's not as uh, fatty as your average ground beef, but you can you can even buy it in a tube. You'll find that in some stores to save money. But it's a great meat that binds itself together. That's why you use it on your meatballs. You use it in your cheeseburgers um, versus a steak Hamburg, which is far more lean. Um, now, is it typically uh, impossible to use steak Hamburg for a burger? No, but you need a binder in there as well to help hold that together. So how do you deal with steak Hamburg if you don't want it to fall apart, if you're going to use it in that fashion? Here's a few tips for you if you want to make a stiff burger. One, keep in mind the colder the ground beef, the more it will likely stay together. So you can keep it together by helping freeze the patties before that cooking process. And when you're preparing and cooking that that hamburger steak, um, you don't want any uh, distractions. Focus on these distractions, of course, give meat a reason to act up, just like your children in your kitchen. So don't be over-flipping that hamburg uh, very much, because the more you jostle it, the more you handle it, the likely it'll fall apart. Um, um, grilling is fine and dandy, but hamburger steak is not great on the grill because you know, it falls apart, falls through your grills, you grill grates, and you lose your meat. And avoid using any liquid ingredients because that's just going to encourage it to fall apart. So how do you keep it together? 
Well, uh, you can, of course, use a binder in your burger patties. If you're using steak hamburg, of course, eggs are a great binder, wheat flour, uh, cracker crumbs, oatmeal, and even, uh, this is interesting, and maybe Johnny can do a segment on this on his rental trap because he likes food science. It says gelatin is an interesting choice to use that, and maybe you can do that on a future edition. But here's a tip on keeping it juicy, and I like this one. One, hide a pat of butter in the center of your raw Hamburg patty. And isn't that a lovely thing? I'm getting thumbs up from Johnny on that one. So it helps enclose that, of course, great moisture, helps stick it together. And I did check with Gary McLaughlin. I said, Gary, I called him last night. I said, Gary, are you okay with the use of butter in this application? And he said, uh, yes, I am. So you can use a butter spread as well, uh, even one with some olive oil if you're looking to uh, cut down your fat intake. Uh, and of course, making that perfect uh, burger patty, whether it's Chuck hamburg or steak hamburg just to cover it and it's a, a, a technique i've started using over the past year or so is to indent the center of that use your thumb give a little indent that prevents the burger from puffing up in the center it gives you a more even cook so um there's a little bit of tips on using steak hamburg in that fashion but today no need for a binder because we are talking about kansas city steak soup and it's a very easy process i'm going to go over your ingredients First, first you're going to use a in this soup a half pound of the ground uh, steak hamburg, which gives you another half pound to experiment with, maybe with a binder and see how that does work. But in addition to the half pound of ground steak hamburg, you are going to use one cup of chopped onions. Uh, use a yellow onion for that sweetness. Three cups of frozen mixed vegetables, uh, and you're looking at peas, carrots, corn, maybe some green beans in there. Uh, two cups of water, one can of stewed tomatoes, undrained. You're going to want that juice in the can in the soup. One cup of sliced celery, one beef bouillon cube, a half to one teaspoon of black pepper, depending on how much bite you like in your soup. One can of, uh, of beef broth. You're looking at about 10 ounces of beef broth and a half cup of all-purpose flour. So you're going to use your Dutch oven here if you have one. Uh, spray down your Dutch oven with a cooking spray. Heat it over some medium-high heat until it's hot. And then you're going to add in that, that uh, ground steak. And the onion. You're going to cook that in your Dutch oven for about five minutes until that beef becomes browned. At that point, simply add in your vegetables, your water, your tomatoes with the uh, juices in the stewed tomatoes can. The whole thing goes in there. Your celery, your bouillon cube, and your ground black pepper. And bring it all to a boil. Give it a nice whisk together with the beef broth and flour until smooth. And then you, know, you can add it into that beef mixture, stirring constantly. So you get a nice mixture and you don't want it to burn at the bottom of your Dutch oven. And return the mixture to a boil. Once it does, you know what to do. Reduce it to a heat of low let it simmer covered for roughly 15 minutes and again open it and stir it uh, frequently that's a good about a six servings here for the kansas city steak soup it's a quick soup to make it's not one of those all-day boilers that's going to take you forever. Uh, at least it does in my house. I, I usually, I'm a good 32-hour soup maker when I got my big pot on the stove. But this is one you can make quickly. And if time does permit, allow the soup to simmer for an additional 30 minutes. Because remember, the longer it simmers, the more it reduces the flavors. They just get better and better in the uh, Kansas City steak soup. And one of the things I like to do with Johnny while he's waiting to do his live rental trap is tease him with pictures of food because he's that. (laughs) You just heard him, yeah. Uh, He just loves to eat and loves to look at good food. The Kansas City steak soup. And uh, this recipe is out of one of my favorite cookbook series, our favorite brand name. Uh, And this one here is the 100 Best Hamburger Recipes, and that is your Kansas City Steak Soup. And, of course, I say this before. I'll say it again. We do give the recipes quick because it's radio and you try to be engaging. We don't expect you to write it all down as I say it. That's why we have them available at Little General's website, littlegeneral.com. And if you look at the bottom of any of their web pages, what you will see is... Listen to Recipe for a Good Day. So today's edition, along with past editions, will be posted at littlegeneral.com. 
Oh, phooey. I forgot to listen to Recipe for a Good Day. How do I go shopping now? What's on sale this week? I don't know what to feed Punky the Monkey. Well, Anna Marie, we have you covered all at LilGeneral.com. That's where you can find out what's on sale this week at all Little General locations. And now can listen to past editions of Recipe for a Good Day. Just go to LilGeneral.com. You'll see the tab for the weekly flyer. Click that. You'll see the specials this week at all Little General locations. And at the bottom of the page, you'll see the link to listen to Recipe for a Good Day. So if you miss a show or are unable to write down a recipe, now you can go listen anytime at your time at LilGeneral.com. Split bananas, take Easter eggs and make them die. But I never harmed an onion, so why should they make me cry? Well, once I saw a salad dressing, my face got radish, my oh my. But I never harmed an onion, so why should they make me cry? I've mashed and berries I've crushed I've made an artichoke and that's not all I've also whipped cream and beaten an egg Yes, I've even made a melon ball Of all the things above, I'm guilty If punished, I would know just why But I've never harmed an onion So why should they make Why do onions make me cry? I've never done anything to harm an onion. Uh, onion is in the centerpiece of this of this recipe, uh, and we are going to utilize that beef chuck roast on sale at Little General Convenience Stores for eighty nine a pound. There's so many things you can do with the chuck roast. We're going to be utilizing uh, the uh, chuck roast in a sandwich format. Uh, so we are going to use the slow cooker on this product. Uh, so in order to get the chuck roast where you want it for the slow cooker, um, we recommend you quarter the roast before putting it into the slow cooker. That's really the only preparation for that meat you need to do. What are we making? How about this? Slow cooker. And I know Johnny's a big uh, a French onion uh, fan. Uh, and this Johnny is called slow cooker French onion French dip sandwiches. That sounds decadent. Well, but I always ask Johnny, what doesn't sound delicious to you? No, but I mean, that picture you just showed me, that Kansas City soup. Mm. Oh, man. Well, yeah, the, the, the photographers know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, when, when Helen and I got married, my aunt Simone gave us a seven-quart slow cooker for a wedding gift. I use that thing all the time. It's one of the best kitchen tools I've had. I bought mine at Goodwill. Brand new. And it works, doesn't it? Paid five bucks for it. It does all the work for you, really. Oh, it's a way to go. You can't screw it up. Uh, So let's get down to the... Well, you can screw it up. Just don't put uh, any sardines (laughs) in there. You should be fine. Uh, What we have for you is a French dip sandwich, uh, which is a hot beef sandwich consisting of that tender, uh, of course, beef layered with some in a French roll dipped into a flavorful sauce made from those pan juices. And it is going to be mouth watering. And you know what? Some caramelized onions piled along the side of the sandwich never hurt anybody. So what are we going to have for ingredients on this? Well, you're going to use a roughly two and a half pound uh, ch- beef chuck roast here. And again, they are on sale at four eighty nine a pound. But when you're cooking in your slow cooker, you you don't want to make just enough for your meal. You're going to use it. You're going to be cooking all. You're going to let that uh, cook all day. Make enough full leftovers and uh, other other people. You may want to give some away. I love to do that. I love to cook and bring food in here. And um, unfortunately, when Johnny comes in at noontime, Roger Bouchard's had six hours at it. So there's usually not much left by the time other people come in the building. But the two and a half pounds of uh, chuck roast... Um, you're going to have, a, you can trim off any excess fat if you do have any on that piece. A uh, half teaspoon of some kosher salt, quarter teaspoon of pepper, not much there. Less is more. Three cups of beef broth. 
Um, if you are going to use, as Johnny always recommends, he loves the better than bouillon. Uh, you can use three cups of water, three teaspoons of the better than bouillon beef base, or three cups of beef broth. A quarter cup of Worcestershire sauce, two large yellow onions, very thinly sliced if you can, uh, one, uh, two teaspoons of garlic powder, one bay leaf, you're going to need some large, crusty rolls, uh, toasted if you do prefer, but French rolls would be the preference here, as well as some provolone or perhaps some Swiss cheese for your sandwiches. You can't go wrong either way. So what you have here is some easy steps. We are using a slow cooker. You're going to place, uh, of course, your quartered chuck roast into your slow cooker. And you're going to put that salt and pepper in there to taste. The base recommendations are going to have a teaspoon of salt, quarter teaspoon of pepper. We recommend the kosher salt for this. And you're going to uh, add the broth, your three cups of beef broth, or if you're going to use the better than bouillon, again, three, table, three teaspoons with three cups of water. Uh, add that in there along with the Worcestershire sauce and your sliced thin onions. Uh, and in addition to that, that bay leaf. You're going to use the bay leaf only in the cooking process. Now, if you want a more developed flavor, you can caramelize the onions on the stovetop before adding them to the slow cooker. Now, the process I use does not involve sugar. It is documented at lowgeneral.com. If you look at past editions, you have my method of caramelizing onions. My favorite thing to do and I always do like three to four pounds at a time when I caramelize onions. And I'll take an hour and a half to two hours to do it. But it is so worth it. Number one, the aroma in the house is just heaven. And number two, uh, the natural process pays off when you do taste it. Uh, but you can uh, caramelize them beforehand in whatever method you use before putting them into the crock pot. Or you can just add them in as is. But you're going to cover it and you're going to cook it. Go on low for an eight-hour cook. And that will give you the most tender uh, chuck roast beef possible. After that eight hours, remove the beef. Place it on a cutting board. And you're going to slice or, as I like to do, shred that meat. Almost like a pulled pork sandwich, except you're using the chuck roast. Remove that beef, put it on the uh, the, the uh, cutting board. Again, shred it, slice it. The choice is yours. But you're going to get a fine mesh strainer over the large ball. And now you're going to pour that juice from the slow cooker through the strainer into a bowl. That juice, that's your, that's your dipping sauce right there. The onions in the strainer will be used to top your sandwiches and, of course, nobody wants to chew on the bay leaf. Not even Johnny Ray will eat a bay leaf. Nope. Uh, you're going to add the meat back into the slow cooker. And, again, salt and a little salt and pepper if you want to add a little bit more. Uh, and pile that meat on top of the rolls. Uh, use tongs to place the onions on top of the meat. Now the choice is yours, provolone. Or, of course, uh, you could use a Swiss cheese on that, which I think would be the way to go. Top it with those onions. If desired, you can put the roll with that meat and cheese under the broiler or a toaster oven just so the cheese melts a bit and toast those rolls in a slight slight manner. You can serve them perhaps with a nice side of that sauce that you did save, that juice from the pan for a nice dip. And that gives you your slow cooker, French onion, French dip sandwiches and an absolute delight for sure uh, for French onion fans, which I know from uh, being around Johnny, he does love. By the way, for more developed meaty flavor, you can brown the roast as well before adding it to the slow cooker. So just get out a large skillet, heat yourself two tablespoons of olive oil, medium-high heat, and just sear that meat on all sides so it has a brown crust. And then put it in the slow cooker. It just seals in the juices a little bit and makes it a little more flavorful. But will not uh, derail the flavor from your dipping sauce at all. So some options there and some methods for the slow cooker. French onion, French dip sandwiches brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores. Utilizing that chuck roast on sale, four eighty nine a pound in all Little General locations. No sale prices now through close of business on Sunday. Hey, if you like that recipe or something you'd like to hear, you can email the program and let us know what you think. And if you have a recipe you want to share, we'd love to have it on the program. 
If you have a question from your kitchen or a recipe you'd like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Just email the show at asktheshef at WNRI.com. That's asktheshef at WNRI.com. And coming up next week is your chance for a $10 Little General gift card. Normally, we've been doing it at the beginning of the month, but the specials were too deep today. So many meat specials. We needed to bring you some uh, product recipes to utilize them. Next week, we'll be opening up the phone lines. So you have a week to prepare your recipes. Share them with us. You share a good recipe, we will mail you out a $10 Little General gift card. So do keep that in mind. It is that time again. That Reynolds wrap right here, Betty? You betcha, Pat. Reynolds wrap makes this whole cooking and cleanup thing so easy. Reynolds wrap makes good food better. The great thing about Reynolds wrap is it's the one wrap you can depend on. Just a little Reynolds wrap can do more for a woman than any other wrap. Well, good morning, my fellow gastronomes. And by the way, before I presented it, Jeff asked me, uh, what in the world does gastronome mean? Gastronome is actually a connoisseur of good food and drink, a gourmet. Jeff, does that sound familiar to you? It should. Now, this is the time of year when gift giving is at its highest. You know, you see people scurrying from store to store trying to find that perfect gift. Have you considered that giving gifts of creative confections would not only turn the tide, but also expand your thought process of the when and how to present your food <clears throat> present? As a young kid, many, many moons ago, years ago, here in East Socket, my aunt and uncle would create a fudge recipe called condensed milk fudge. You know, they'd make a batch designed to give my three siblings and me a treat to judge the best batch of the season. Of course, for us, it didn't matter who won. We got free fudge! Years later, my sister Sharon learned how to bake. Now, she's one who delights in making an array of Christmas cookies for my brother and I. However, as I expressed on Daybreak Southern New England this morning, candy or baked goods don't need to necessarily dominate the food landscape. There are other options that you can use for creative gifts this holiday season, or a birthday, or a job promotion. How about an engagement? Or how about just giving a tasty treat to your neighbor just because? I hope you're able to get some ideas from the Reynolds Wrap, but there are the aforementioned culinary websites that I'm sure that are family-friendly, and I'm sure you'll be valuable to them. America's Test Kitchen, Eating Well, All Recipes. But for today's segment, I'll be sharing some ideas from Bon Appetit. So here we go. A dried fruit platter that'll transport you to the tropics. There are a number of stores that offer those. How about this? A foolproof gift-giving tactic. Give them something they like, but jumbo size. Jeff, do you remember those big containers of tri-colored popcorn or potato chips? Oh, love them. This XL tin of Spanish potato chips makes a paint gallon look really small, but it can be used for storage later on or even to house a potted plant. Now, if you want to splurge, how about getting a leg of prosciutto that weighs about as much as a large bowling ball? Or someone like me. Uh, not that I'm advertising this, but how about a coffee subscription that is tailored to your loved one's tastes? A mango chutney for those who like a little added spice. Or a subscription to a wine of the month club. Now you got my and Roger's attention on that one. How about Omaha Steaks? Or, if you're really adventurous as I am and want to indulge in exotic meats, try going to D'Artagnan.com. There, you'll be amazed at the wild game and premium meats available. Or, you could just really keep it simple. Go to your favorite grocer and buy a leg of lamb, preparing it for your friends or neighbors for a holiday feast, feast fit for a king. Now, I'm a collector of recipes, as Jeff is. Matter of fact, one of our listeners just gave him two new cookbooks. Well, new to him. And 
they can be from local establishments that have unfortunately gone into history. Case in point, I brought the Remetz pub cheese bread in small containers to past holiday parties and was enjoyed by many. I've also discovered a dessert recipe for putika, a Greek origin farina fortified custard that makes such a wonderful potluck presentation. You see, my friends, it's all about clearing your mind and thinking of presenting a delicious dish you know will put a smile on the recipient's faces. Remember, and especially in the holiday season, advanced planning can be the difference between so-so and spectacular. And yes, gift cards to little general stores can be a starting point. But being adventurous in your home kitchen can really make it that much more special for those you care about. Hey, if you have your own suggestions, just let us know. And happy shopping! For Recipe for a Good Day on WNRI, sponsored by Little General Stores, I'm Johnny Reynolds, and that's a wrap. Reynolds Wrap. Wouldn't you hate to be without it? Sure would. Thank you, Johnny. And uh, thank you, Denise. Uh, the, the Two great cookbooks. Uh, actually, I have another one, uh, a rival Crockpot cookbook with me today. We are utilizing. That was given to me from Denise. And I have a, I love my Woonsocket ones. This is Greater Woonsocket Catholic Regional Schools cookbook. Very excited to see what this offers. This was printed in 2005. Another Woonsocket treasure. I love those. That one is pretty good. Is it? Yeah. But, but this... This might be my new favorite cookbook because <laughs> this is when I had season tickets with my father. And oh, yeah. uh, we went to all these games and these have all my favorite players, including my favorite Patriot of all time. Uh, and uh, these were the trio back then. Steve Grogan, number 14. Yeah, there he is. Look who's to the uh, left of them. I don't want to. That's Tony Eason. <laughs> 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 hey, you got Mosi Tatupo there. Oh, oh, yeah, this is fabulous. And these are yeah. recipes. It's the New England Patriots Playbook for Cooks. Uh, it was manufactured um, 1986. Those yeah. were the days. That's the year they went to the Super Bowl against the Bears. And this has um, uh, recipes from the players and their wives. Uh, great photos. Uh, and, and just, it's an amazing number one sports collectible. Thank you so much. And uh, looking at the names, it is, uh, yeah, there's a Tatupu, Mosey Tatupu recipe, crab meat and cheese sauce. I guess that was one of oh, his favorites. Oh, come on. Uh, but this is outstanding. Thank you so much. And, and the AFC champions, there they were, 85-86, on the back cover, uh, the incredible photo, including head coach Raymond Berry. This is a treasure on many levels. Thank you so much, Denise, for that cookbook. A, a great addition uh, to my collection, which I had uh, reorganized over the weekend. Uh, we are back here on Recipe for a Good... Oh, excuse me. Uh, hiccup there. On Recipe for a Good Day as we continue through the morning. Brought to you by... General Stores is ready to serve you every day with great locally roasted coffee, as well as the best prices for all your deli meats. Little General Convenience Stores, we're here for you. Greetings, culture lovers. I, the great Gonzo, with my PBP Orchestra, that's Pitch Perfect Poultry, will now present you a little something we like to call Free Range Rouse. Are you ready, girls? One, two, three, two, two, three. Come on! Bark, 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 the singing chickens should tell you where we're going. We're going to boneless chicken breast, a dollar ninety nine a pound. And, of course, that's boneless, skinless. Uh, the, my favorite thing to work with in the kitchen. By far, so many uses. $1.99 a pound. Buy some to use now and buy some to freeze for future use. The first recipe we have using the boneless chicken breast today is a Caribbean chicken salad. And it's a great mingling of sweet mango, spicy chili sauce, shopping with just a splash of lime juice. And it gives a great Caribbean accent to this very colorful salad. You can make it a day ahead of time or you can serve it immediately. To cut preparation time as well as clean up, uh, microwave your sweet potato cubes uh, covered at full power for four to five minutes. Uh, and uh, you'll be glad you did. 
Uh, this is a Caribbean chicken salad. So here are your ingredients. We mentioned the sweet potatoes. You can use about three-quarter of a pound of sweet potatoes. You want to peel them, and you want to cut them into one-inch cubes. You're going to be looking for a three-quarter cup of some chili sauce, a quarter cup of fresh lime juice. And you're only going to use about six drops of hot pepper sauce. And when we say drops, we mean drops. One pound of that skinless, boneless chicken breast, again on sale, $1.99 a pound. One cucumber, peeled, halved, lengthwise, seeded, and diced. One mango, half pitted and cut into one-half inch pieces. And for a tip on that, uh, you can actually score each mango half into squares, cutting to but not through the skin. At that point, turn the mango half inside out and simply pop the cut pieces outward, cut the pieces away from the skin, and it's so easy to handle a little cooking tip on those mango uh, cubes. Uh, Two tablespoons of minced scallion, one tablespoon of olive oil, and three cups uh, half-inch wide shredded romaine lettuce, and four teaspoons coarsely chopped of unsalted dry roasted peanuts. Four simple steps here for your Caribbean chicken salad. First, in a medium saucepan, combine the sweet potatoes with water to cover. Uh, and bring it to a boil over high heat. Reduce it to a simmer. Cover it and cook until those potatoes become tender about 10 minutes. Drain and cool. Or if you want to speed it up, you can use the microwave uh, for about four to five minutes. Meanwhile, preheat your broiler. Get out a large bowl. Combine the chili sauce, lime juice, and those six drops of hot pepper sauce. Remove uh, three tablespoons of this chili sauce mixture. Set it aside the remaining sauce. Place the chicken on the broiler rack. Brush it with the three tablespoons of chili sauce mixture. Broil the chicken about four inches away from the heat for about four minutes per side until the chicken is just cooked through. Transfer that chicken onto a cutting board. Cut the chicken into diagonal thin slices. Add the sweet potatoes, cucumber, mango scallions, oil, and chicken slices to that reserved chili sauce mixture. And you're going to toss it to give it a coat. How do you toss it? Best, um, I utilize Ziploc bags. I put the pieces in there, I put the thing, and I just shake it up almost like a shake and bake. You remember those days, don't you? Um, and then cover and refrigerate it if you're not going to serve it immediately. If you are going to serve it immediately, no reason uh, to refrigerate it. But place the lettuce on four plates, spoon the chicken salad on top of it, sprinkle it with those peanuts and then get ready to serve it. What do you serve with it? Well, some uh, sesame flatbreads would be nice. Sliced bananas sprinkled with a little bit of dark rum, perhaps for dessert as well. The Caribbean chicken salad, sure to delight with that boneless chicken breast, again, on sale, $1.99 a pound. Uh, we have a, a few recipes for chicken today, seeing how we have been waiting for the uh, boneless chicken breast to be on sale. We're going to continue with a hearty chicken and corn chowder. Of course, creamed corn helps thicken this soup to a satisfying chowder consistency without any added calories and fat of cream. So we're going to use creamed corn in this. Um, and when uh, the recipe is done, uh, you will appreciate it. One teaspoon of olive oil, one large onion finely chopped, one red bell pepper diced. One all-purpose potato, a russet is fine, uh, peeled and diced, and one ounce of diced Canadian bacon. One cup of reduced sodium chicken broth, defattened. One cup of evaporated skimmed milk. One cup of canned creamed corn. Now here, you're going to use roughly a pound of that skinless, boneless chicken breast diced again on sale, $1.99 a pound. A little bit of salt, some fresh ground black pepper, of course, to taste. And you're going to use just under a cup of corn kernels and two tablespoons of chopped fresh parsley. 
the hearty chicken and corn chowder, two easy steps. One, medium saucepan. Heat the oil until hot, but of course, never smoke your oil over medium heat. Add in the onions, bell peppers, potato, and bacon. Cover and cook, stirring it occasionally until the vegetables begin to soften. Only about five minutes. Stir in the broth, evaporated milk, and cream corn, and bring it back to a boil, and then reduce it to simmer. Cook it uncovered, giving it occasional stirs for about 10 minutes. Stir in the diced chicken, salt, and black pepper to taste. Cook it until the chicken is cooked through, roughly about five minutes. Stir in the corn kernels. Cook it until the corn is just heated throughout. That's only about two to three minutes longer. And then, hey, ladle that finished product into four bowls. Garnish with a little bit of fresh parsley on top and give it a serve. If you're wondering what to serve with this hearty chicken and corn chowder, well, a nice green salad with a balsamic vinaigrette would be nice. And maybe for dessert, some peach halves broiled and topped with a little bit of brown sugar would be a delightfully healthy, low-fat lunch for you involving the boneless chicken breast again the featured product this week <coughs> excuse me on sale for just a dollar 99 a pound we're going to give you one more because i was going to stop there but then i spotted this one and we don't uh, utilize plum very much and it just seemed delicious uh, with the addition of plum it's called a plum chicken stir fry uh we're going to hit that in a moment But first, a quick reminder, this program brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores. It is your convenience store with more. Recipe for a good day brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores. With locations for your shopping needs throughout the Blackstone Valley. Two-in-one socket, Manville Road, and Cumberland Hill Road. Gray Road, North Smithfield, Chapel Street in Boroughville, and Central Avenue in Pawtucket. Always hot, always fresh coffee stations to get your day started. Grabbing gold meals perfectly prepared for you, whether it's for an easy lunch to get you through your work day or to make an easy, satisfying dinner to end your day. And of course, delicious deli items from top of the line lunch meats to top of the line steak and chicken products. Oh, and of course, always fresh ground hamburg. Stay up to date on each week's sale items by going online at littlegeneral.com. Your convenience store with more. Little General, where you always get a smile, a please, and a thank you. Open every Every day, including today, proud sponsors of Recipe for a Good Day, Little General Convenience Stores. Jordan with Ain't Nobody Here But Us Chickens. And that's what we're talking about, chickens. And I call this segment the Highway Barn Stir Fry segment. That's right for all our friends that listen over in the Woonsocket Highway Barn. Uh, Here's a nice stir fry for you to make. Now, it's going to sound complicated because of the word plum. But it really is not. And you may need to do a little bit of grocery shopping, but I'll tell you, on a date night or just a nice night to stay home and do a stir fry, you're going to enjoy plum chicken. And we are going to, of course, it's stir fry, so you're going to want some Chinese egg noodles. You're only going to use about six ounces of fresh, uncooked Chinese egg noodles. A quarter cup of plum preserves or a plum jam. Three tablespoons of rice wine vinegar. Three tablespoons of reduced sodium soy sauce. One tablespoon of cornstarch. Three teaspoons, you're going to use them divided, of vegetable oil. One small red onion. You can slice it thin if you can. Uh, Two cups of fresh snow peas. Uh, You can slice those as well if you want into about half-inch pieces. Uh, 
12 ounce, one pound, uh, actually, of boneless, skinless chicken breasts. And you're going to cut those into thin strips for, of course, a stir fry. And then we're going to add a little more plums. And we're going to add four medium plums or apricots that are pitted and sliced. Or you can actually combine. You can go two plum, two apricot. And it'll give a nice uh, fruity uh, flavor to the stir fry. Cook the noodles according to whatever the package directions say, but leave out salt. Drain them, keep them warm, and stir together the plum preserves, the vinegar, the soy sauce, cornstarch, all in a small bowl. Set that aside. Heat two teaspoons of oil in a large nonstick skillet or wok, then add the onions and cook it for roughly two minutes till it comes slightly softened, and then add in the snow peas and give it an additional three-minute cook and put that mixture uh, out of the bowl. Heat the remaining half teaspoon, one teaspoon of oil in the skillet. Now you're going to add the chicken. Cook it over a medium-high heat. You're only talking about a few minutes because it is sliced, non-frozen chicken. So you just don't want it no longer pink. At that point, push the chicken to one side of the skillet. Stir in the plum sauce. Add it to the skillet. Cook it and continue to stir. You'll see that sauce start to thicken and it'll become bubbly. At that point, add the vegetables to the plums. Stir it. Give it a nice even coating. And cook it in an additional three minutes or so until it becomes heated through. And once you're through that process, simply toss it with the noodles. And you can serve it immediately. The plum chicken stir fry. Our highway bond stir fry segment of the day. It makes you a nice uh, four servings or five, uh, depending on how much uh, portions you do put in there. And that does conclude our chicken talk for this week. But no, we are not done as we continue to bring you recipes on Recipe for a Good Day. How about another Crock-Pot recipe just before dessert? And this is a rival Crock-Pot book, uh, Slow Cooker Recipes. And uh, this was given me by the same nice woman who dropped off the uh, cook, or sent sent my buddy, her husband, down to uh, drop off uh, more cookbooks. And this is Beef with Apples and Sweet Potatoes, another Crock-Pot. And uh, we are going to utilize the stewing beef uh, for this one, we're going to use two pounds of stewing beef in the crock pot. And again, stewing beef on sale for $5.99 a pound at all low general locations. So you're going to get out your two pounds of stewing beef, one can of sweet potatoes drained, two small onions sliced, two apples cored and sliced, one half cup of beef broth, two cloves of garlic minced, one teaspoon of salt, one teaspoon of dried thyme, if you have the thyme. Uh, Three-quarter teaspoon of black pepper. One tablespoon of cornstarch. One teaspoon of ground cinnamon. And do be careful, a quarter teaspoon, a quarter teaspoon of ground cinnamon. And uh, any more than that, cinnamon can just destroy your meal. Uh, two tablespoons of cold water. So first... Uh, get your beef uh, ready. Place the beef, sweet potatoes, onions, apples, beef broth, garlic, salt, that half teaspoon of thyme, a half teaspoon of pepper, all in the slow cooker. Cover it. Cook it on low, eight to nine hours. Transfer the beef, sweet potatoes, and apples to a platter. Keep them warm, but let the liquid stand for five minutes. The fat will rise and then skim off any fat. Now, Combine the cornstarch, remaining half teaspoon of thyme, the quarter teaspoon of pepper and cinnamon, and that water. Stir it into the cooking liquid. 15 minutes, give it a cook until the juices thicken up. That sauce is going to be served with that beef, the sweet potatoes, and the apples. Your house is going to smell like heaven. And on a cold winter day, you're going to be glad to use your crock pot and enjoy this beef with apples and sweet potatoes recipe. And we have one final recipe, and uh, it is time for dessert. And we don't just have any dessert for you today. We have a special dessert with, I think, uh, one of everybody's favorite, favorite food products. What is it? Well, I'll give you one clue. There's nothing like the face of a kid eating a Hershey bar. 
There's nothing like it you'll ever see A face as happy as it can be There's nothing like the face of a kid When he's munching on the greatest taste around Hershey, the great American chocolate bar That's right, we're talking Hershey's in one of their best-loved recipe books. Well, I got this one at the Cat Sanctuary. Hershey's chocolate makes the world go round. he's munching on the greatest taste around. Hershey, the great American chocolate bar. And that's right, the great American chocolate bar Hershey's. We have Hershey's white chip brownies is what we're making today. Uh, here's a tip, though. Brownies and bar cookies cut into different shapes can add an interest to a simple, uh, to the plate of simple square cookies. So try cutting those cookies into different sizes, rectangles, or make triangles, cutting them into, uh, squares, cut them into halves diagonally. Uh, you can make diamond shapes and so on. So have some fun with the slicing. Not everything has to be symmetrical on your dessert platter. Uh, for the recipe, here was what you need. Four eggs, one and a quarter cup of sugar, a half cup or one stick of butter melted, two teaspoons of vanilla extract, one and a third cup of all-purpose flour, two-thirds cup of, of Hershey's cocoa. Uh, we're going to use one teaspoon of baking powder, a half teaspoon of salt, and one and two-thirds or a 10-ounce package of Hershey's Premier White Chips. Three steps. Heat your oven to 350 degrees. Grease your 13 by 9-inch baking pan. Take the eggs out back and beat them. Bring a large bowl with you. You're going to need that. And you're going to beat them until they're foamy. And then gradually beat in the sugar. Add the butter and the vanilla and beat it until it is blended. Stir together flour, the cocoa, the baking powder, and salt, and egg mixture, beating until that becomes blended. Then stir in those white chips. And you're going to spread the batter into your prepared greased 13 by 9 baking pan. Then simply bake it 25 to 30 minutes until the brownies begin to pull away from the sides of the pan. Let it cool completely in the pan, but on a wire rack. You still want air to circulate around that pan. Then simply cut it into squares, bring it to WNRI, and we will tell you if you did it right as we eat and enjoy these Hershey's white chip brownies. Or, hey, just saying, you can enjoy them yourself at home. And that gives us a full slate of recipes here on Recipe for a Good Day. Now to the USA Network News. And when we return, on the other side, it is America's First News. A big difference for the Democrat. Close to two million votes cast prior to Election Day. Duke Energy reporting very good progress. In repairs to a couple of electric substations disabled by gunfire last weekend in Moore County. Officials now say tens of thousands of utility customers left without power should see the lights back on by the end of today. That will not happen all at once. That will happen in phases. This is a very complicated process that involves uh, equipment that has been moved into place and installed. It's there, but now we're going through the process of calibrating it and testing it and preparing it to, to synchronize with the electric grid, which is a very complex process. Duke Energy spokesman Jeff Brooks. Time Magazine's Man of the Year for 2022. It's Ukrainian President Volodymyr 